Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in this world. I hope you are blessed and highly favored. Um, giving honor to the most high, y'all. So I wanted to come in here and talk. I don't know if I'm trying to clarify or, or I don't know what I'm trying to do, but I think I'm trying to clarify something. And it goes back to me being in my emotions because I've been really invested in this um, Kwame Brown situation. Uh, once again, I 100% support you. Um, I said in my last podcast, because as I told you guys before, I actually go back and re-listen to my, I hate my voice too. That's a whole side note, random. Um, but I listened to it because I know sometimes I get so invested in what I'm talking about that sometimes I repeat myself or I misspeak or I mean exactly what I say, but I need to explain it furthermore. So let me explain this part. So this is the first part. One, I don't have a problem with people making money. You need money to survive. Like, so when I say things like they, they got private planes and stuff like that. I don't care. I, it's funny because I was listening to Tariq Nasheed one day and he was using good times as an example. I get tickled because I can hear the episode in my head. And he was like, we need to get out of that mentality. It's okay to make money. Like I'm not pocket watching anybody. The statement that I'm making is you get to this point and you feel like you're not supposed to reach back and help your community in some type of capacity. That's what I mean by that. I don't care if you have 511 matches in a private jet and a Maybach and a Tesla. I don't care about none of that. I'm not pocket watching you. You earned your money. You make your money. It is what it is. My problem with celebrities and sports figures and things like that is some of you forget where you came from. Now, I'm not asking you to act hood and 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 be out here doing unnecessarily unthinkable things. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is for example, I gave an example. I don't I think I gave an example, but it might be it might be in the episode that I deleted cuz I had to start all over again. So, let me give the example again. So, I'm a big tennis fan and I used to be a big Williams sister supporter. One of the things that I found strange is that she had took a page out of Oprah Winfrey's book. She went to go start a school in Africa. Now, Oprah didn't start a school in Chicago and Serena didn't start a school in Compton. They went to another continent and started a school. My issue with that is why didn't you reach back into the very community that raised you up and make a difference in the education system there? Why did you not reach back into the very communities that brought you up and change the atmosphere there and build safe spaces for those children? The very tennis court that your father taught you on why didn't you take your money and go turn that into a tennis camp or a tennis school and have someone run it so that young black boy or that black girl can be inspired? Why didn't you do that? No, what you did was you went to Africa. Which is not a problem per se, but it's something that my co- my daughter had a conversation with one of her relatives with. She said her relative was talking about going to Africa and making a difference. 
And my daughter never said you couldn't do it. Her question was simply this. Why would you go somewhere else and build there and not build from the very community in which you came? I'm not saying eventually you couldn't do it. And I'm not saying eventually you can't do it. That's not what she said. What she said is, why don't we build at home first? The education in the system in the United States is for shit balls. And that's real facts. And any real parent that is invested truly in their child's education knows this. Okay. They know about the curriculum. And how the curriculum that they have to acquire in order to graduate or be accepted in any of these colleges does not help them in real life at all. It's like Lisa Cabrera said, I have not once done trigonometry. I don't even think I've done geometry. I think I've done addition, subtraction, and division in my whole life. Now, if I'm an architect, maybe. Am I an, invent- an inventor of something? Maybe I'll get into those um, areas of math. But in regular life, it doesn't help. So I'm saying that you didn't think it was as disgusting in the United States of America, in Chicago, in Compton, in New York, in um, whatever area you can think of. You didn't think it was necessary to take your wealth and build in those communities. But yet and still, y'all want to be out here wearing Black Lives Matters um, t-shirts. See the contradiction there? Again, I'm not trying to pocket watch, but make it make sense. Now, haters will call me a hater. They will say I'm pocket watching, which I'm not. Because they don't have the capacity to look into what I am really speaking about here. See, we quit to go somewhere and help them. But when you go over there, they don't give a damn about you. Not all. I'm not speaking in, 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 in general. I'm saying most of them don't care. They come over here and treat us like shit. They treat their own like shit. So at the end of the day, why aren't we building here? Why isn't there a tennis school in Compton? Why isn't there a good high school in the Los Angeles area or the San Diego area or the wherever you're at? Do you understand what I'm saying? Why aren't we investing in our children's education and our children's future here? We keep, it's like Harvey says, control your dollar, control your dollar. So at the end of the day, we have to start speaking up on this stuff. Why didn't you fix those raggedy tennis courts and those raggedy basketball courts where you came from? That's not what you did. So that is me explaining what I meant by that. I don't care what you're driving, who you're married to, or what you got in your pocket. What I'm saying is you want us to give you praise for going somewhere else other than the very community that supported you and raised you up to get you to where you at. You don't give a damn about them. Harvey on your world and go check out his, um, his YouTube channel talks about Oprah all the time and how she basically said that the, the, the children of Chicago didn't give a damn about education. Well, they don't give a damn about education because you don't give a damn about their education. I mean, it goes to parenting too. 
More parents need to be invested in what's going on in these schools. And we see this every day. I'm turning on the television or the newspaper reading some teacher has abused some child. And I know it's hard because parents have to work 50 limb jobs and all this stuff. I get it. I was very invested in my children's education. And let me tell you why. Because nobody was invested in mine. Again, I grew up in the foster care system. So nobody cared about my education. Hell, they held me back and couldn't even pronounce my name right. So as an adult, I promised myself and I promised my children that they would never have to live that life. They would never have to go through that. My son played basketball. And let me be clear, my son is an amazing ball player. And so is my daughter, our youngest daughter. Um, both of our daughters are amazing in track and field. Like they are good in all around sports, but that wasn't the end all be all for me. If you got a bad grade, you didn't play. And I meant that because I didn't get a chance to graduate from high school and I got pregnant at 18 and I didn't graduate. I I dropped out of school. I now have my high school diploma and I'm a pastry chef. I went to culinary school. I thank God for that. But this was after my kids were grown, after they was out out of the house on their own. And I decided that I needed to do something for myself. And as we speak, I'm looking to go to the savory. Now I know how to cook. But like I said, I'm forever a student. I'm always learning. So I'm looking to go back to culinary school now. Um, But however, at the end of the day, I was very invested in my children's education and I did not want them to experience what I had experienced. So I was very invested in that. And parents, we have to be on these teachers' heads. Now, I'm not saying all teachers are bad, but it's a lot of fuckery going on in the education system right now. And I'm one of those people who feel like it needs to be revamped. See, I feel like we need to be teaching about how to accumulate property. We need to be educating these children about black tax, how as a African-American, a black person, a person of color, however y'all want to say it, whatever's popular today, but you get my point, how they will tax you higher, or if you have a house, they will devalue your home. We need to be teaching them how to balance a checkbook, how to um, how to do your taxes. Do you understand what I'm saying? Um, how to claim things, how things you can't claim, how to start a business. What is an LLC? What is, what is the differences between the businesses? These are the things that we need to be teaching in school. Also trades, also how to be a mechanic, how to be a chef. Um, what are the beginning stages of going to law school, of going to nurses school, of becoming a doctor? These are the things that are important. So I agree with Kwame Brown. Y'all sitting back kiki and kawkawing about something that's not important. We are being killed every single day. And y'all think about talking about another grown man is important. No, what's important is you can't be an advocate one day and down in a black man the next day. Doesn't make any sense. Now, I went and listened to that Breakfast Club interview that Charlemagne did, and I'm not a fan of the Breakfast Club, but in order for me to do this podcast, I had to do my research, and Charlemagne was out of line, 100%. And y'all want to turn Kwame Brown into an angry black man, and he's actually not an angry black man. 
what he is sick and tired of you people in positions and the most high has given you a platform to do good and to protect your people and rise your people up and you are using your platform to degrade black men and women and bring them down and put stigmas on their head so that when we are killed in the street, nobody gives a damn, not even yourself. And what you don't realize is you putting that out there in the atmosphere means there's blood on your conscience and on your hand and on your spirit. You don't think so, but you will have to answer for it. So at the end of the day, when is enough enough? When are you guys going to start supporting people who do not have your best interests in hand? So for you to bring up what his father did and how his father beats, allegedly beat some girl, why was that necessary? That was unnecessary, Charlemagne, and it was disrespectful and it was disgusting. But you'll be the same person to call somebody donkey of the day. You actually should have got donkey of the day because there was no reason for you to bring that man's brothers past up. No reason for you to bring that man's father's past up. The attention should have stayed on what Kwame Brown was saying, but Kwame Brown said it. He said, if you go back and listen to the videos, he said they're going to be bringing all this, all this, all these things up around him to take the onus and take your mind off of what he's really talking about. He's really talking about accountability. He's really talking about y'all are paid slaves to sit up there and degrade black men and mess with their self-esteem and mess with their financial opportunities. You are not paid to uplift black men and black women. You are a part of the buck breaking system. You have been buck broken. Once again, for the third time, go check out buck breaking by Tyreek Nasheed. That's what he was talking about. But because he was speaking truth to power, y'all used y'all same playbook and tried to degrade this man and turn him into an angry black man. You're going to turn me into an angry black woman just because of the tone of my voice. But I'm actually not angry. Am I frustrated? Yes, I'm very frustrated. Am I passionate about my people? Yes, I am passionate about my people, but I'm not angry. I'm done being angry. I'm done with that because angry doesn't get me anywhere. I also said, I'm not trying to be heard. I am trying to be heard. I don't need to be seen and need to be known, but I need to be heard because I'm trying to get information out here. I'm trying to get you to wake up, people. Wake up and stop being hypnotized by the lies and the propaganda to turn us into boogeymen and women, to put send your children in the lion's den to be massacred for profit. That is why I want to be heard. There are books we need to read. There are documentaries we need to watch. There are things that we need to study. So at the end of the day, yes, you were 100% wrong. And allegedly, if you are accused of rape or sexual assault, why is he on the breakfast club? Why is he still there? Didn't y'all just have the Me Too movement? Didn't y'all just have the times up and he still has a job? So why ain't Charlemagne in jail? Why does he still have a job if he sexually assaulted someone? See, I heard about it, but I didn't know too much about it. Allegedly, he assaulted a woman. And according to Kwame Brown, he got on the radio, the very radio station that he works for, and admitted to giving someone 
drugs in their food or drink allegedly and doing what he did and this man is not being me too in time stuff this man still has a job so again what are we feeding to our men and women and children there is allegedly a predator on the radio and y'all okay with it no this is not okay and it's funny this is the funny part to me this is hilarious and y'all gonna think it's a dig and it's not a dig just because i'm speaking the truth doesn't mean i'm a hater doesn't mean that um i'm angry doesn't mean any of that i'm speaking truth because with kwame brown i'm sick of the bullshit so y'all want to talk about mental health this is y'all new stick mental health in the black community right now i agree I believe that black men and women, little boys and little girls are born into post-traumatic stress syndrome. I believe that. And if you look at the studies, it's true. We are bullied in, in this United States. We are bullied in the education system. We are bullied in the medical system. We are bullied everywhere we go. We can't even sit in our car in a drive-thru without being shot dead. We can't even sleep in our beds without being murdered. We can't even walk our dogs without being assaulted. So yes, we are born into post-traumatic stress syndrome, but this is the, this is the contradiction. You spend your life dogging out black people, men and women on the radio, making fun of them and da, 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 da. You spent your life on a, and I'm talking about a, a famous actress here on a television show that portrayed a pimp as a man. You pimping out your kids, um, beating your kids off a profit, being crooked business owners, and you want to come out and you want to parade mental health. So how does that work? So you're in these movies and you're in these TV shows that are portraying us as black men and women, as hoes and pimps who only want to wear fur coats and do people dirty. Now, I'm not saying that doesn't exist in our community, but we are. It's like Tariq Nashi said, we ain't all one big black Negro. We're all not doing that. So you get out here and you get these movie roles and we mammies and we slaves and we we pimps and we hoes. Then you want to get, when you ain't got a job no more, you want to pretend that you got a foundation about mental illness. So do you or do you not think that you contributed to the mental illness that you are talking about by producing what you have put out on the radio and in movies and television and in music? I'm going to say that again. Do you feel a responsibility to the mental health of little black girls and little black boys by the products that you produce yourself? You produce being pimps and hoes and bitches and hoes on television. In the rap music, pussy this and pussy that. Forgive my language. I'm on a rant. This is what y'all put out there. You spent a career. You have made millions of dollars disrespecting black men and women making us look angry making us look like savages making us look just horrible and then now all of a sudden you want to talk about mental health now everybody has a chance to change everybody can grow up i grew up but do you think what you put out into the atmosphere contributed to that because you can't talk about mental health and changing mental health 
but allegedly you have not made right the alleged assault that you did to a woman. Because if she was assaulted, if that was true, I'm pretty sure she's suffering from mental health. So why does this man still have a job? Why are we kikiing and cockawing with these people? See, the contradiction is uncanny to me. I don't understand it. And y'all tune into this shit every day. Now, if you tune into it for research as such I did, that's one thing. But if you are putting stock in what they are saying and allowing yourself to continue to be brainwashed, there's a problem. That's a problem. It is a problem. And so what is the solution to that? Pick a, a book up and read it. I say all the time, Tariq Nasheed's DVDs, um, his documentaries are very informative. Very informative, very educational. Um, like I said, he just did um um he just did buck breaking. Um like I said, I ordered my copy, watched it the other day with my husband. It was very informative. Um, he has a YouTube channel. I think he's on twice a week. Um, he has all the Hidden Color series. I think it's Hidden Colors 1 through 5. Um, and he's always doing great sales on them. Um, one, I actually went to go see, he premiered, I think it was about, oh my God, what was it about? Let me, let me think, let me think, let me think it was about, um, um, the art of black warfare. No, that wasn't it. That wasn't it. It was, um, 1804. I went to go see the premiere of 1804 in Los Angeles, California. When he put that out in 2017, I actually went to go see it with my brother-in-law. Me and my husband drove down and we went and saw that. So like I said, you need to support things like that. Dr. Claude Anderson in his books, I've said over and over again to read, um, white labor, uh, black labor, white, white wealth. I've told you over and over again what books to read so that we can educate ourselves. Um, the ISIS papers. Like, I can go on and on and on. This is what we need to start doing. Now, do you need to listen to what they're saying in the background? Yes, because you always need to know what your enemy is doing. Always know what your enemy is doing. What I'm saying is stop making these celebrities rich when they are not feeding you and nourishing your, like, um... What's my brother's name from, um, oh, why is my brain going dead? Um, it's a brother on YouTube and I was a a great fan of his as he was a rapper. Y'all forgive me. Um, um, what is his name? Um, he has the Yada, Yada Mean, um, podcast. Lord Jamar, Lord Jamar. Um, he made a reference like the very soil of us. We are very electric people. We are sun people. We are energy people. We are energy people. Do not allow these people to keep pumping negativity and that energy into your very soul. We are a powerful people. Pick up a book and educate yourself. Do your research and know our contributions to this world, not just this country, not just the United States of America, to this world. We are a great people. That's how we can combat this negative energy. 
every time we learn, we are to pay it forward to our brothers and sisters who want to learn with us. If we have allies out here, embrace the allies, vet them and make sure they're really allies, but embrace the allies, speak truth to power and, and let's help each other build enough of knocking each other down. It is time for us to build. But first we have to wean out those people in our community who do not have our community's best interests at hand. I don't give a damn if you friends with them or not. If their legacy does not have our best interests at hand, they have to go and we can no longer support them. And that's how I truly feel. So no, I'm not pocket watching. I'm saying enough of turning us into a boogeyman. Enough, enough of enough of making our little black girls and boys feel that they are not worthy enough. Enough of them being out here to be slayed and slaughtered by these people. We have to start standing up. And first, we have to educate ourselves. Second, we have to wean out those people in our community that aren't good for our community because all skin folk ain't kin folk. So, with that being said, find your center. Shut it off. The phone, the television, anything. Find your space with the most high if you're called to do so. Those who know what I'm talking about know. Find your space with the most high so we can be used to inspire, teach, and encourage our people and each other. So that we can grow as a people and a black community and aspire to do better. Have a blessed day.